Welcome to the Thundercast. I am your co-host, Parker Haney, alongside Hayden Coombs today. Christian Esparza is not with us. He is currently um, at his parents' house, probably doing nothing (laughs) in uh, Brigham City. We are headed up to Boise, Idaho for the uh, Big Sky Tournament, so he's just hanging out up there, and then I will join him, and we'll be covering uh, the Big Sky Tournament for you guys, women's and men's, but... Uh, me and Hayden figured we'd get on and do a little, uh, you know, preview of the tournament, talk teams, you know, predict winners. Um, the women's conference honors were just named today. Uh, we can hit those for a second if you'd like. Are they coming out with the men's today as well? Uh, I'm not sure when men's drop. I think if I remember correctly, it will be a couple of days before the men's do. It's usually a few days after. Um, like right before the men's conference tournament starts, and that's going to be Wednesday this week. But yeah. Uh, um, yeah, what did you think about the the women's all conference teams? I mean, I saw what you tweeted, right? Like, I I definitely understand that. Um, the MVP was named, and she was not even on the winning team. Or excuse me, her team wasn't even above five hundred. Yeah. So so it was Liana Tillman from Sacramento State, Sac State. Kind of needed a miracle to even finish 500 in conference. And they had that one stretch where they played really well. But then they finished the season something like one and five in their last six. And they they finished with a losing record. I'm just, I'm just never a fan of when a player with good numbers on a bad team wins MVP. I, I just feel like there's always – a good player on a bad team with impressive numbers. Right, good stats, bad teams. The typical Trey Young thing. Everybody right. thought that that's who Trey Young was, and for a good little portion, he was. Um, but yeah, it's it's you know tale as old as time. You're on a bad team. You take a bunch of shots. You do a bunch of things. You have the ball in your hands all the time. You're going to put up stats. Yeah, and and she averaged 20 points a game, which is I mean no, you know it, that's that's super impressive. That's no easy feat. But Darian White from Montana State. Average 15, 16 a game. Yeah. And They're number two Montana seed. State's a two seed. And they beat they split with Idaho State. Like she's she's been one of the better players, if split not the with best us. player in the conference for the last yeah. few years. So yeah. I just I thought that was kind of a, a, a weird pick. I, I get her making first team because she she looks unstoppable at times this year. Don't get me wrong, but yeah. I'm just a big believer that uh that more often than not the the, the conference MVP should probably be the best player on one of the two best teams. Yeah, one of the top three teams. So, yeah, so we got MVP, Liana Tillman, Sac State, co-defensive player of the year, Darian White, Montana State, and Tamika Whitman, Idaho State. Um, top reserve, Luis Forsyth from Idaho, newcomer of the year, Isnell Nadabu, Sac State, freshman of the year, JDM Martin, Eastern Washington. Um First team, all big sky, Leona Tillman, Sac State, Beyonce Bay, Idaho, Darian White, Montana State, Carmen Kefeller, Montana, Tamika Whitman, Idaho State. How do you feel about that first team? I, I think the first team is solid. Um, picking my my top five players in the conference, that's exactly who it would be. Yeah. Um, like I said, I'd probably move Darian White up to conference player of the year. Um, Beyonce Bay was my, my preseason pick for preseason player of the year. I think she's probably the best player in the conference, but same thing as Tillman. You, you, your team didn't finish with a winning record. Like yeah. I, 
I don't know that neither team is in position to win the Big Sky tournament. I I just I, I would have liked to see it be uh, either Darian White from Montana State or Whitman from Idaho State. But as far as the first team goes, I thought it was solid. Yeah. So Tillman, Bay, and White all unanimous selections um, for that first team. So you know it was pretty. I think that everybody's kind of thinking the same thing we were thinking in that, you know, they were the top three and then I guess a little bit of a toss-up for who was going to get that yeah. player of the year. And, you know, they went with Leona Tillman. Uh, second team is now Nadabu, Sac State, Estefania Ors, Idaho State, Sophia Stiles, Montana, Hannah Cemental, Northern Colorado, and Darren Hickok from Weber State. Yeah, I think Cemental uh, and Hickok both had numbers, probably benefited them. Um, once again, especially with like Hickok, Weaver State's bad. Yeah. <laughs> They're not a good yeah. team. No, and totally. I don't think we really know if Hickok's actually that good mm-hmm. or if her team's just that bad. Yeah. Um, but whatever, it's the second team. Um, obviously I would have liked to see, a uh, an SU player, um, or even another player from Montana State sneak into that, that second team before Hickok. I, I, I don't see how, how Hickok specifically would be more deserving than like Dari Dotson from yeah. SUU who led SU in points and rebounds and were the third seed. Like yeah. but also uh I really like uh what's her name? Bad Bear from Montana mm-hmm. State. She yeah. was pretty dominant at times. Um Natabu was from Sac State was really impressive. I think she could have probably made a case for first team. But once again, you're not going to get two players on first team when your team doesn't even have a winning record. Yeah, yeah, so. yeah. And then so that third team, like you mentioned, Cola Bad Bear is there, Montana State, and Dari Dotson from SUU, um, Kirsten Harden, Northern Colorado, Jacinta Buckley, Eastern Washington, and Diablo Conate from Idaho State. Um, and then SUU had two more uh, All Conference honorable mentions. Dale Bolina and Sharita Doherty were honorable mentions. So. I don't know. I, I, I almost kind of enjoy the fact that we didn't have a first or even a second teamer. Yeah. Because it's kind of just like. That was kind of the theme of our season. That was the theme of our season, right? I it think. wasn't like we had that one score, that yeah. one star player that was just far and above better than the rest of everybody else on the team. And if you would have told me coming into this year that Sharita Doherty wasn't going to be that player, I would have predicted us to win like three games yeah yeah um but instead a lot of different girls stepped up at different times yeah we had seemed like we had a different you know leading scorer every single night um i think if i mean dela Bolina came on really really strong at the end of the season like Unbelievable. heading into the conference tournament she's playing better than anyone else on our team yeah she's initiating our offense she's locked down on d she has been our best player the last yeah. month um I think if she could have started that run a little earlier in conference play, she could have snuck on to the, the, the third team. Yeah. Um, How I would describe it is we have five or six girls that could have been honorable mentions. Yeah. None of them that would have been first or second team, but we have six right. honorable mentions on our squad, right? Yeah. Like, we just have a bunch of really solid players, and that's led us to the third seat. Yeah, and absolutely. A, and a good chance of making a deep run in, into the – you know, into the tournament. Well, and that depth will serve us well um, headed into the tournament. And, you know, I mean, w- we saw what this team was capable of last week when they knocked off Idaho State. Yeah, massive um, win. And it, I, I would have bet my house that that wouldn't have happened. Um, so Yeah, so Idaho State was coming game. in at the, as the number one seed. They played us. 
at home in the America First Event Center. They had on, already locked up the one seed overall. Yeah, on Wednesday. Um, and we came out and kind of smacked them around. We were up by like 20 at one point. Oh, it was the best I've seen this team play since I've been here at SCU. Yeah, they but, looked unbelievable. They, yeah. were, they were just communicating super well on the court. They weren't making a lot of dumb mental errors. Um, and Sharita and Dela were just unbelievable. Yeah, absolutely. It was it was an exciting exciting game. Um, Sharita, it was weird because like halfway through the fourth quarter, I looked up and I was like, "Holy cow, Sharita's got twenty points already." It was a quiet twenty points out of her. Yeah, like, yeah. Never did I think like, "Oh wow, Sharita's playing bad" or anything. But uh, a lot of the the focus was on Dela. Yeah. Um, well, Dela came out and hit two early threes, and then everybody was like. Well, who's this? I thought we were supposed yeah. to worry about Sharita. And and Sharita just went nuts because of that. Yeah. Um, I really, really enjoyed uh, the the matchup between Sharita and Diaba Con- Kanate. Yeah. That girl. She's so good. She's so good. Bro. She is so good. Uh, I would love to see her in an SUU jersey. Um, oh, she's so good. She was a lot of fun. To the, to the point, I mean, it was definitely recency bias. But when yeah. I looked at the... The all big sky teams. I was like, well, why the hell isn't she on the dude? I team? literally thought the same thing, just barely reading through them. I was like, I got to see Kanate's name here somewhere soon. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. was surprised she slipped to third team. Yeah, um, she she was unbelievable. So Sharita finished with Sharita. Sharita played thirty eight minutes. Dale played thirty six. Sharita had twenty two points, seven rebounds, four assists, two of four from three. I right, just. Yeah, and six of ten from the free throw line. Got to the line ten times, only made six of them, but still got to the line ten times. Dela finished with fifteen, uh, two rebounds, one assist, but was three of four from three in thirty six minutes. That it was just, yeah, it, it's like you were saying they were communicating so well, and the offense was just flowing through them. Mm-hmm. Right, so often this season it's been Lizzie and Dari have been unbelievable and it's been our front court and they've been really good and then sometimes you got to worry about Sharita she can kind of go off and Dela you know she's always there but Dela and Sharita just took over the game and then Lizzie and Dari just kind of had to clean up the scraps where they were and it was unbelievable and then flash forward to Friday when we played Weber State and Lizzie and Dari were unstoppable and they were the entire focal point real quick before we move into the tournament um Big Sky's top reserve Louise Forsyth Mm mm-hmm that one seemed a little shady to me because she started a lot of games this year. I got on and I looked, and she only started 10. Okay. But she played like 30 minutes a game. I I feel like this was uh, – maybe I just think this because I don't like Idaho's coach. I feel like this was like him being like, oh, well, if I bring her off the bench, she'll win. Yeah, reserve of the man year. of the year or whatever they call it. Um, reserve of the year, top reserve. I – even then, I don't see how she was more deserving than Dora Goals out of Idaho State. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Goals is like one of the best players yeah. in the conference. Could start for any team. Um, she just has a couple of really, really good players in front of her at Idaho State, yeah. and she yeah. comes off and always gives every team buckets. She went, you know, she had her her time during the season where uh, she she didn't play huge minutes, but I she I, was huge in the reason that they even came back against us. Yeah, no, she's a stud. Yeah. I, uh, where Idaho mainly uses Forsyth as like a gimmick mm-hmm. rather than like a main part of their their game plan, like goals yeah. coming off the bench, a true like reserve yeah. coming off the bench and six man Jason Terry style. Uh-huh. That that bugged me. <laughs> Once again, it's probably just because I don't like Idaho's coach at all. But mm-hmm. 
Um, and I really like Beyonce Bay. And I thought it was weird how they, they kind of went away from her in the beginning of the season in yeah. favor of Forsyth, but whatever. Who won? Oh, yeah, Sobolewski out of State's coach. Yeah. And, you was know, named Big Sky Women's Basketball Player, or excuse me, Basketball Coach of the Year. Hard not to argue with a, a coach yeah. that comes in and has a team playing at the top of the conference every year. Mm-hmm. Um, I, once again, 100% acknowledge that I'm an SEU homer. I get it. But also, like, you can't tell me uh, Sobolewski would come here and coach SEU to a three seed. I completely agree. Like I, I, I don't think anyone, any other coach in the Big Sky, could coach our girls to a three seed. And that's no disrespect to our girls, but they went through their fair share of drama this year. Yeah, players not being on the team who we thought were going to be on the team, and not just any of players, like players that were supposed to play significant minutes yeah. and have major roles on this team. Uh, I just Tracy's might be the best coach the best basketball coach period in the big sky men's or women's yeah, I, I yeah I, I just other than maybe SUU leaving the big sky and losing some votes that way I don't get how the other coaches can look at what SU has done this year and not think well that was the best coaching job well and even with right we were predicted to finish what sixth fifth something like that Six, yeah. Yeah, with the roster that we had. Yeah. And then we with lose. Kinsley. Yeah, we lose two players who were supposed to play at least 20 minutes a game, and we end up finishing third, right? Like, I don't Just know. It's pretty, it's pretty out there. Just say it. It's pretty obvious, especially due to the fact that we didn't have a player on first or second team, right? It's not like we were carried by some girl scoring 25 a game. Right. Like it Sacramento was, State. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, anyway, Sobolewski's deserving. He's uh, been at the top of the conference series in a row. So, okay, let's hit just the women's bracket, um, real quick. Just kind of buzz through the games, um, and then we'll probably just got started. Yeah, and then we'll bounce over to men's. Yeah, so it starts today. Um, this we're gonna try and get this podcast released tonight. So hopefully it comes out same day. Um, our podcast editor is in Australia, so <laughs> it's already <laughs> Tuesday where he's at. Um. Yeah, so this first game, number eight, Northern Colorado, number nine, Eastern Washington. They split their regular season series. Um, Last game, I believe, Eastern Washington won in overtime against – no, one of the teams won in overtime against the other. Whoever was home won. Mm -hmm. Um, So it's going to be close. Yeah, it should be a good game. Um, I think top to bottom of the roster, uh, Northern Colorado's probably got a little more talent, but Eastern – has been playing better as the season went on. Um, I like Eastern in this game. Wouldn't be surprised at going either way, though. Yeah. Northern Colorado's been kind of struggling this year to find their ground after the departure of last year's Defensive Player of the Year, Alicia Davis. Mm -hmm. Maybe she was Big Sky Player of the Year, not just defensive. I can't remember. Um, But she was probably the best player, definitely the best big in the conference. Um so they've kind of had a, a, a weird season piecing things together. But either way, either of those teams have to go and play. Uh, uh, yeah, that's what I was just going to say. The, yeah, their their next round Idaho is. Idaho State in the first round, and that doesn't look good for either team. Yeah, their their next game will be Idaho State, and it's just, I mean, we've seen what Idaho State can do. 
Yeah. We've seen that they're beatable, but at the same time, like, if they want to turn it on, they can absolutely turn it on. Yeah, so. no, when, when Idaho State is playing their best basketball, they're probably a, a top 60 team in the nation. Oh, uh-huh. like, yep. Yep, I agree. Okay, the 7-10, and 10, Sacramento State against Weber State. Uh, that game te- <laughs> tees off. Uh, that game will start at 5.30 tonight. Tips off. Tips off. Tees off, tips off. We do a tip off. It's close enough. <laughs> um, yeah, I think uh, Weber State, uh, obviously I don't think they're a great team based off my earlier comments. Um, Sac State is, is a tough one, though, because they either play like the best team in the conference or they play like the worst team in the conference. Yeah. There's like no middle ground for them. They go on big runs and – that they just look like a Pac-12 team, and then they go on big runs where they look like an NAIA school. Like it's it's crazy, um, but I do think they're they're fairly well coached. Um, I take Sac State in that game. You know, I think that's what can happen when you have a player like Tillman, where it's you know you kind of ride or die on whatever she has yeah. that night. You and know? someone like Ntabu, who is quite frankly like seven feet tall, so. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe only six five. She definitely looks like, like she's doesn't shouldn't be on that court though when she's playing. Like, right? She is so strong. She's so impressive physically. If she stays out of foul trouble, it's no contest. They're going to beat Weber State. Yeah. So, Sac State is coming off of two losses. Lost their final two games of the year to Montana State and Montana. So those are I mean those are two tough games. But you know we'll see. Against Weber State, again, that game at 5.30. Winner of that one plays Montana State mm-hmm. um, tomorrow. Uh, and the 6-11 matchup, Idaho versus Portland State, tips yep. off at 8 p.m. tonight. SU fans be watching that game close. Mm-hmm. Winner of that game will play SUU. Um, you got Portland State, a team that has struggled all year but has played in a lot more competitive games than they've gotten credit for. Yeah. Um, and then Idaho, which it's probably the the most disappointing team of the season, yeah. to, to be completely honest. Um, this is a team that has a girl on the first team. They've got the top reserve. They have multiple players with really good size. Uh, and the girl that should have been. They're kind of like. That was uh, preseason, preseason player, of the year. player of the year. Yeah. Yeah. Um, they're like the anti-SUU in the sense that I look at this team you look at their roster and you're like, wow, that team's going to be really impressive this year. But maybe because of some substandard cold coaching, they don't play up to their potential versus SUU. You look at that roster and you're like, eh, maybe they are going to struggle this year, but you know, they're young. They'll be better next year, but because they're coaching, they play so well. Um, so I will take Idaho in the Portland state game just because off of talent alone, I really, really like Forsyth and Bay. I I just don't see how that team lost 17 games this year. Yeah. Um, yeah, um, Idaho finished 11-9 and nine in conference. Um, were they picked to win the conference? Or was no, it still Idaho, Idaho State? State was, okay. but I think they finished second yeah. in the preseason polls. Yeah. Second or third with Montana State. But they were that good. They played in the conference championship last year and lost to Idaho State. So, um, and, and, and we saw both sides of Idaho. Uh, against you at SUU. Yeah. They came down, by, and we smacked them pretty good here, uh-huh. and then went back up north, and they just yeah. beat the hell out of us. Mm-hmm. So 
it'll be interesting that second round game, most likely against Idaho State, which Idaho SU gets. Yeah, so I didn't realize this. Um, I mean, what is <laughs> – it's just hard, right? Portland State has lost – you know how many they lost in a row? How many? Portland State is currently on an 18-game losing streak. Woo! So they were 5-5 five and five at one time? Portland State didn't win a single conference game. That's embarrassing. It's sad. Yeah. And you want to know what's funny is when they played – so when when Portland State played SU, I, I broadcasted that game, and I was like – I mean, they took us down to the wire. Yeah, Maybe like even overtime. overtime. Yeah, I was yeah. going to say, maybe even overtime. And I was like, there's no way that this team doesn't win a couple conference games. Yeah. Like, they were good. You know, so despite them losing 18 straight, like, I don't know. That team was good. They were frisky. They had some They had some nice players, but well, they, uh, how locked in can you be after losing 18 in a row? You know what I mean? Yeah, no. I mean, the season's a wash. Uh, coming into the year, they had lost their coach. I believe their coach took the job at McNeese State. Something like that. Um, took their best player with them. So, uh yeah, really, really hard to get up for a conference tournament game when you went over, you know? Yeah, yeah. However, Idaho is coming off of a 16, 15-point loss to NAU in their last season of the game. And as – Last game of the season. <laughs> last season of the game. As a, a Portland native, um, I can tell you if I were Portland State, I would play my hardest to just extend the time – that I had in Boise, so I didn't have to go back home to that hellhole. <laughs> well, listen, this is what this is actually what um, me and Spencer McLaughlin were talking about on the broadcast when we were talking about Portland State because we were paying attention to the Portland State game during the Weber game because it was like depending on who was going to get the ten seed, right? Um, and like you can go zero and whatever in conference and not win a game if you if you beat Idaho like. Your season's pretty successful, right? Like if you beat, if you win a right. conference game, it's, you know, it doesn't it doesn't matter how many I'd times. I'd rather go zero and twenty in the regular season, but advance to the quarterfinals yeah, and play in the quarters than than winning yeah. meaningless con- conference games. You know, so I don't know. I think that they definitely still have something to get up for. But I also am taking Idaho. So everybody, pay attention. Eight p.m. tonight, um, SU will will play the winner of Idaho or Portland State, um, and then. Yeah, so one other game that's already scheduled, the 4-5, and five, Northern Arizona and Montana. That game will be Tuesday um, at 2.30. Yeah, I think Northern Arizona played surprisingly well this year yeah. as well. I didn't expect them to be as good as they were. Um, and, you know, it's hard for me to, to, yeah. to talk nicely about that team. I just, I, I, I just don't like them. I, I haven't, they're too close. I haven't gotten a good vibe from them when they've been here on campus, and they just seem like they're always trying to start fights and cheap shots and stuff. But yeah. they they surprise a lot. I still think Montana is playing really well at the end of the season. Um, I have a hard time seeing Montana, t- not seeing a Montana Montana State semifinal matchup. Ooh, that'd be fun. That'd be a lot of fun. Uh yeah, so NAU goes twelve and eight in conference, fifteen and thirteen overall. Montana also finished twelve and eight in conference. Excuse me, Montana Idaho State. I don't know why I said Montana State. Yeah, we'll play Montana State. Yeah, if we if we win, pending. I like the confidence though. <laughs> we'll play Montana State in the semifinals. Dude, I don't know. Idaho. That twenty point loss is scary, man. 
Yeah, no, no, no. We don't. That's we don't. A big loss. We don't match up well against Idaho. Like it just it is what it is. You know, they've right for all, everything. Everything that they have like, wrong, all the things that are right for them are bad for us. Yeah, we're like mirror images, like Yin Yang, like type of situation. Really good coach, good guard play, suspect post play. Depending on the night, we're yeah. good. We're not. Then Idaho's the exact opposite. Kind of a, I don't know. Obviously, I don't like their coach. I don't think they're coached very well, but they've got really, really good forwards, great post play, guards, hit and miss. They got yeah. that one girl that, that does something every once in a while, but um, they lose games because of their guards more often than not. So uh, it's going to be a weird game if Idaho wins. Uh, put yeah. it this way, I don't know who's going to win, but whoever wins will win by 15 points. Right. Don't see that game going overtime. No. Nah. Yeah. So that's that one. And then again, Northern Arizona, Montana. Who are you taking in that one? Any of you? Northern Arizona. Mon- I take Montana North against Northern Arizona. All right. Montana, the five seed. They will advance and then play the winner of Idaho State and whoever they play. They'll play Idaho State. They'll play Idaho State. <laughs> um, yeah. So then Wednesday, the games will be at 530 and 8 p.m. Um. And then Friday will be the championship at 1 p.m. Um, middle of the day, random championship, but, you know, come out. Predicting it'll be, you know, Idaho State will probably be in the championship. They'll have an easier path than, obviously, SU or Montana State because um, that's how getting the one seed works. At least in women's. At least in women's. <laughs> yeah, uh, just – to echo what you said, wrapping up the the women's bracket, um, have a hard time not seeing Idaho State playing in the conference championship. Probably against Montana State, um, I think it would be a pretty big surprise if it's not Idaho State Montana State final. Mm-hmm. Um, they just have been good. Can win, you know. They've yeah. been more consistent. They haven't had the crappy the losses that teams. SU has had. Like yeah, yeah. They're the most. They have the most talent uh, across the the whole roster. Um, SU got a game against each of these teams, mm-hmm. so uh, we'll be excited to, to to see what happens. I certainly don't think the Thunderbirds can't win, uh, but uh, that that Idaho matchup in the second round is is troublesome, like you said. Yeah, it's just a little bit. There's just that monkey on your back of knowing that you lost by twenty to this team, right? Like it's just that you were completely played out of the gym. But they're getting know? a different Dale Bellina. True. We had in that game. Absolutely true. So I'm with you. I wouldn't be surprised if we made no. it to the championship either. Because we have beat all these teams, right? Like yeah. we know that we can do it. And yep. we've done it. So no team beat us twice, right? I don't think so. Yeah, I think we split with everybody. I mean not we Montana? beat we beat some of them twice. I don't I mean, think we split with Montana. Didn't Montana beat us both? Montana beat us at home sixty nine sixty four. Hearing that heartbreaker. Yeah, and then we lost on the road to them, forty-six to seventy-one. Yeah, that game was crap. So, yeah, we don't worry about it. We're getting a different day. I think we could beat Montana in neutral road, but we won't have to play them either way unless yeah. they unless they beat pull off a miracle and beat Idaho State. So, yeah, I don't know why we shouldn't have lost to Montana. No. All right, that'll do it for the women's bracket. Let's uh, hop over to the men. As I was saying, the men don't have their. Um, you know, their conference awards out yet. Um, me and Christian will probably do some pods while we're, while we're up in Boise. So if that does get released, we'll, we'll maybe 
hop on and do a little something while we're up there. Speculation? Give me real quick your uh, your pick for conference player of the year. I don't know. Based on what they did with the women, like. No one knows, right? Screw it. It could be Jalen Cohn. Might be Jalen Cohn or Bryce Fowler, even though both dude, their Bryce teams Bryce Fowler, suck. dude. <laughs> what a game. I'm not a Fowler guy. Why? Because I think, I like, like I said, I think he's a, a good stats, bad team. <laughs> player like, let's be honest who do we want to win it's Bodie Hume <laughs> <laughs> Bodie Hume who basically disappeared the last two weeks of the conference play <laughs> no uh he had a good game against Montana State didn't he I don't know in their final I don't, you see I that buzzer beater dude yeah week. I know you didn't you were watching the do coverage from 10 a.m until 10 p.m which what a train wreck what a train wreck like, I watched the whole thing because of you. That just set us up for disappointment, but that's for another podcast. <laughs> I can't. That's a long time. Yeah. Yeah, that was a tough one. I didn't, just real quick, <laughs> I didn't realize how, like, maybe I'm just not as tapped in, but, like, I don't realize how many people just hate Duke for no reason. Oh, yeah. People hate Duke. Yeah. They don't have a dog in the fight at all. They don't like UNC. They just hate Duke. Yeah. And I didn't realize. Like, I... I Again, maybe I'm just not as tapped into college basketball as I thought I was, but, like, people are pissed about this whole, you know, retirement tour and all this stuff. Like, people are – The amount of text messages I received last week, not just on Saturday, but, like, throughout the week of people – What's the opposite of wishing you well? Wishing you – Wishing you hurt. Worse. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, So many people that I was like, you you cheer for Pacific. What the hell are you doing texting me? You know, like – yeah, it, it was, it's crazy. Um, I being genuine, I know exactly how you feel though. Because growing up, I was a hardcore BYU fan, right? I have I'm youngest of ten. All yeah. nine of my older siblings attended BYU at some point, right? Like, it's in my blood. I have to cheer for BYU. Yeah. But in elementary school and middle school, I didn't know that I could kind of like put it on the back burner. So I'm wearing BYU stuff all day, all the time. Like, that's just who I was. And people I didn't even know. After we played Utah, would just come up and be like, "Yeah, dude, be like, you sucks." Like, how's it feel being a loser? Like, I was like, "What are we even talking about right here?" First like, off, I'm seven, yeah. sir. <laughs> First of all, can we relax? <laughs> and second, Luke second Staley's all, leg was broken. It doesn't count. <laughs> second of all, I have you by ten inches, so you better chill out. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, so I'm I connect you on that. I just didn't know that like, just the whole world hates Duke. Which it makes sense, right? It's the same thing with you the Patriots. Them or you hate or, them. Yeah, yeah, it's the same thing with all the dynasties. But I just, I just didn't realize, dude. People I, are just so happy. I will that say one they thing lost. that made the loss easier yeah. was like the anti Duke Twitter. Usually, it's just like, oh, this player sucks. Oh, Coach K looks like a rat. You know, it's your yeah. same stuff. Yeah. I've heard my entire life. There was some real clever stuff, yeah. like. Like, usually, I wasn't any more upset. Like, I was embarrassed, for sure. I wasn't any more upset after losing this time than any other time we've ever lost right. to UNC. A loss to UNC always sucks, and I was more sad that Coach K's retiring than I was about the loss. Yeah. Whatever. Like, yeah. And I honestly think this puts Duke in a better spot to win the national championship. Yeah. But, uh, but getting on Twitter, I usually just don't get on social media at all after a Duke loss because so many people give me crap. Yeah, hey, you're about it. Um, I couldn't stay off of Twitter because there was some really funny stuff yeah. being posted. Yeah. Like, I don't know. By was, UNC Barstool and all the all the stuff. UNC Twitter was hilarious on yeah. Saturday, even yeah. before the game. They were being funny. So, 
Which is funny because that, right? I mean, it just has to, it just proves that. It's just a great They know rivalry. that Coach K is just like, the I mean, yeah, they know. Yeah, and that's annoying to them. Yeah, so make fun of it. It was annoying to me when people regarded Dean Smith that way. Yeah. But they don't anymore because yeah. he's Well, and if Coach it weren't K. true, they would attack it from a more serious standpoint of like. Right. In, you know, of like actually pointing out stats my, or something like that. But it's part like, of all of this is like the UCLA crowd is real quiet these yeah. days because they're just like, <laughs> no, 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 don't rock the boat, don't. Don't incur the wrath. <laughs> yeah. You don't want anyone to know John Wooden paid for everyone's ACTs and, you know, uh-huh. went ahead and let Bill Walton get hooked on acid while he was playing. That's just, hey, hey, 10 national championships. We're Dude, fine. I am blown away every single time I tune into a Pac-12 game. You can't understand a word Bill Walton is saying. No. no. It's so bad. They have to know. They that have dude to is know. on another planet, and he has been since he broke his leg like the third time in the NBA. Like he's just been permanently gone, and you know it does make for some good TV. Listening to Dan Schulman try to be like, "Okay, well, I know, just try and reel it, in. <laughs> yeah. reel it back in." But all right, we're gonna hit this man's bracket real quick. Real quick. Um, fly through. We got a we got a jet soon. So games don't start until Wednesday. And you um, and Christian are doing more on on yeah. men and and days coming. So yeah, we'll we'll be posting stuff. It'll be on the University Journal site. Like you know, all the stuff. We'll be around. First game, nine thirty a.m. Sac State, Idaho. Sac State. Sac State. Yeah, gotta be Sac State. I don't think highly of Idaho basketball at all. Yeah, not since they wasted my boy Trayvon Duvall's career. On well, Sac State, I mean, I guess or Trayvon Duvall. Trayvon Allen, I believe. Trayvon Duvall went to Duke. <laughs> Something like that. I got you all mixed up. Trayvon Allen. I love that kid. Yeah. yeah. No. Sex State, more talent on the roster. Idaho playing pretty well for Idaho. Yeah. But at the end of the day, they're just it's Idaho. not a talented squad. Yeah. It's eight versus nine. Winner of that will go on to play Montana State. I don't. doesn't matter. They're going to lose to Montana State anyways. Yeah. Because right. Bishop Jabril Bello didn't play in that final game where – you know, Sac State took him to the wire. Yeah. And Bryce Fowler isn't going to go for 40 again. So, no. As much as I wish he would. Game two of the day Portland State, Idaho State, seven versus 10. Winner plays SUU. Winner plays SUU. Uh, Idaho State's playing really well right now. Um, they lost two very close games to Portland State. One was an overtime, one was like a four point loss, five point loss. I think I could honestly see Idaho State taking it if they play like they did against us. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's that's going to be one of my upset picks, Idaho State over Portland State. Either way, it doesn't matter. Neither team's going to beat SCU. Yeah, it's another one of those games, and I know it just sounds silly, but it just I really don't think it matters. Um, I'm out of that. Do you want Idaho State so that it's easier for SCU? I guess record speaking, it would be easier. Yeah, yeah, because SCU, we played pretty bad against Idaho State, and we still – so beat them pretty good. Portland State, we just played them, right? We had uh, one of our games, we smacked him. One of the games was a close game, I believe. I'm thinking of the, we didn't just play him. We I'm just thinking played of the, Idaho. We Idaho just played State. Idaho State. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and they hit all those threes. Yeah. Yeah. In the second half. Okay. Third game of the day, Idaho, Portland State, 8 p.m., Third game, Eastern Washington. Sorry, that was the women's bracket, men's bracket. <laughs> Eastern Washington, NAU. Game three, 2.30 p.m. 
I'm a, I'm a big Steel Ventures fan. I think he gets them past NAU. But, I mean, this is going to be a, a battle of my two favorite non-SU players with Steel Venture and Jalen Cohn. Yeah. Like, either of those guys can, can just go off and give you 30 points. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, I'm being genuine. I'm worried about Jalen Cohn, dude. Everyone should be worried about Jalen Cohn, but Jalen Cohn also doesn't have any teammates. He so. doesn't have any teammates. Uh Jalen Cohn beating Eastern Washington and Northern Colorado to get to SCU, I think, is very improbable. Yeah. The only reason I'm scared is because it's the same thing that happens every every single March. Like, a player that's that good yeah. just gets better in March. Yeah. Right? So, if he's averaging 25 a game in the regular season. Just, well, he's played on bigger stages than anyone else in this conference, yeah, too, coming yeah. from the ACC. Yeah, just just bump it up to 30 a game for Jalen Cohn because the best players just excel in the winning biggest time. moment. So Winning time with Jalen Cohn. Winning time, yeah. But regardless, they play UNC, and I – Norman Colorado is good. Yeah. Norman really Colorado is good. good. That Cuxhausen is – I mean, I think he's literally second in the nation in three-point percentage or something. Koontz seems to be – the tallest six foot four player I've ever seen in my life. If I think he, me, dude, he might be a sneaky player of the year. If, oh, yeah, absolutely. Koontz is so good. That's who I'd vote for. If That's probably no who I'd vote for. Other than they beat us twice, and I was really impressed with Dalen Koontz single handedly beat us both times. Yeah. I guess Cuxhausen hit seven threes the first time we played, but <laughs> was it only seven? Yeah. Um, <laughs> the same thing. I remember after that second Northern Colorado game. Someone asked me how tall Dan Coons was, and I was like, I don't know. He's like 6'7", six, 6'8". Six, then I got on their roster, and it's 6'4", and I was like, Pfft. Yeah, I mean, he he just I'm, he's just a giant in my head because that's how big he played in that game. He was finishing over everybody. Yeah. He literally looked like he was a Tevye. He looked like he was 6'8". Listen, it takes a lot for me not to just gush over Bodie Hume an entire game. <laughs> I'm there with you. And Coons, Coons did that. He was that good. If Bodie Hume beats us, I will. That'll hurt me so bad because I'll be so happy for him. (laughs) (laughs) He has no idea he's got so many fanboys and Cedar. Especially because every time he plays, I'm just in his ear all game. Well, especially too because this didn't start with you either. This is like this goes back to like two, three years ago with Connor. Yeah. Then Kellen was the same way. (laughs) You and Christian like. And the whole time I've been in the corner, I've just been like, yeah, he's that damn cool. I know. He uh, should be here. We should probably meet the guy. Maybe I'll have him come on, dude. Dude, if you can get Bodie Hume on the podcast, <laughs> I'm paying you double. Well, well, me and Christian are up there. Yeah. I'll, Northern Colorado's good. Yeah, I'll give you like a Valentine's to give to him for me. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'll say this is for my boss. Can you sign this? <laughs> oh, man. I treasure that. All right. We are – we have – We've had a big lead on them both times, right? Yeah. We were up big at home. I guess not big, but we were up huge on the road and then still lost. So it's it's the same thing we were talking about with the women, right? Like, we can beat them. We know we can beat them. Yeah. Except for I, I almost like being in this situation more than the women, right? Because the women are like, yeah, we have beat them. Like, you know, we've beat Idaho State. We know we can I, do it. I don't see us losing to Northern Colorado three times in one year. You – it's the classic saying of you just don't beat a good team three times. Yeah. Or it's hard to beat a good team three times, yeah. you know? And we are a good team, and they barely beat us twice. When the bracket like, was released, I sat there and looked at it for, like, 30 minutes before I got, like, brave enough to text you guys and be like, 
I'd much rather be the two seed than the one seed in this tournament. Hundred percent. We got. We have to worry about Northern Colorado. Really, like four, five. Uh, like Weber State, Montana. Like both of those teams can. It would not be crazy for either of those teams to run off three wins to the conference championship. Dude, I wouldn't be surprised if Montana won every game by fifteen. Honestly, I wouldn't be surprised if Weber State won every game by ten. That's my hot take for this for this pod. All right, I came in with one thing. Wanted to make my hot take. The most important game will be game five. Most important game for SUU yeah. will be game yeah. five. If Montana beats Weber State, I think SUU wins the big sky because I think Montana beats Montana State. Ooh. And, and we can beat Montana. Just seeing Montana beat Montana State, I think Southern Utah cruises past Northern Colorado, and we got a Montana-SUU matchup, and that is how we get to the – Dude, especially because those games are set. Those games are after. I don't think that gets talked about enough. No. So the one seed has to play the game first. Yeah. The, being I, the I, two I, seed, we already know what happened. We know I, who we I have. Get, I get like, okay, Montana State or Montana, Weber, whoever it is, will be able to watch us in northern Colorado, scout us. But it's like, come on. No one's breaking down film and watching that closely. What stadium. are you going to see that you haven't seen? Right. We've played twice already. Right. We've watched the whole season. You've watched the whole season of film. If we go into northern Colorado thinking, oh, my gosh, we're just going to have to beat Montana. Yeah. Come on. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> Let's not get ahead of ourselves. <laughs> that's my take. If Montana beats Weber State in game five. Yeah, so that's what we're talking about now. Weber State, Montana. If Montana beats Weber State, SEU is going dancing. Can Montana beat Weber State? Yeah. Yes. Weber State. Weber State has looked so bad. Yes. They started the season. But they're still Weber State. Like, that a, game that they played against a us. 30 team. And in, then, the, in the AFEC. That team is still there somewhere. Yeah. But JJ Overton just needs to be benched. That team that just lost to an SU team that played without two starters is also there. Yeah. That's probably the team that's in Boise. Because that's the team we saw the entire second half of the season. Yeah. So how should you are it was still good though. Yeah, and Bassett was fine. He hit a couple threes, which yeah. he seems to only do against us. I know. What's but going on? I literally think JJ Overton is their is their kryptonite, dude. When he has a good game and he had a fine game against us, I think he went for like twenty or something. They don't play as well. Yeah. Because he likes to shoot the ball every time. Yeah. They're better when the ball's moving around. And McCune's getting catch and shoot instead of dribble pull up. You know what yeah. I mean? Yep. Anyway. Which, you know, when Jawar's having a good game, that means Kobe's getting catch and shoot like they had in the right, effect against us. focus on Exactly. Jawara. Yeah. But when J.J. Overton's doing it, it's just not – it's not the same. And when he played us, Overton had the worst game he's ever had. Okay, that's game five. Um, and then again, game six, SU versus Portland State or Idaho State. Game seven, Northern Colorado versus Eastern Washington or NAU. So who's your – I mean, who's your – you know, who's your upset bid? Who's your Cinderella team, if you had to pick one? If I had to pick one, Montana. Montana, okay. But I, in a conference like this, like this year, teams one through five, like can you really say any of them would be Cinderella at one time or another? Montana State, SU, Northern Colorado, Weber State, or Montana all looked like the best team in the conference. Any one of those five teams could have could have had the number one seed. Any one of those five teams can – put together three game, three decent games and win the conference championship. Yeah. It's yeah, no, it's 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 anyone's game among the top 5. Among the top 5. I agree. 6 through 10, 
if any of those teams advance past the second round, I'll be pretty shocked. Pretty shocked. I agree. I agree. Um, real quick, just touching on it, I don't know how much information you have or how much information you can tell us. I mean, the injuries, right? I mean, Tev hurt his wrist against Idaho State. Was it just a bruise? Was it a strain? Was it a fracture? Was it – do you have anything? Um, all I know, I ran into Tev in the halls today, and he said he was on the way to the doctor to get cleared. Um, I mean, th- they don't have to play till Thursday. Yeah. Bodes well for us. Yep. But also, like, this team's more than Tevin Jones. That's that's the beauty of SUU. That's um, what Todd told me in my season preview. Yeah. Before all this schmuck started, he was like, the best part about having such a deep roster is, and he wasn't talking about injury, he was talking about, you know, if Tev or JK doesn't have it, look how many guys he has. Yeah. It was proven against Weaver State. You know, at the end of the day, Weaver State's still a good team. I know they didn't look it against us, but they're still a good team. And who beat them, right? It was Fleming. It was Butler. It was Fawcett. It was Spurgeon. Yeah. They all came in and were huge. It was Moody, you know? All of those five guys were massive for us, and that's not Dre and it's not um, – Tevian. Obviously, J.K. was big as well, but J.K. is going to give you what J.K. is going to give you. Right, right. No, I I, I don't know. Uh, unless SU has, like, more than two significant injuries, I think SU is fine. I agree. So, um, I just think that bodes really – like, and that was essentially what we ran into against Montana State last year in the conference tournament. Sure, they had Bello. He was a beast. We just didn't have the size to stay in front of him. But at the end of the day, what really happened was we were freaking exhausted. Yeah. Northern Colorado gave us a heck of a game in that second round. John had to play like all 40 minutes, and we just barely survived. And we were gassed heading into that game. We were beat up. We were hurt. I see that being a bigger problem for other teams right now. Knowing that we're dealing with injuries right now, aside, I still think the depth favors SCU how through this yeah I mean what path is there for us to be exhausted to be tired yeah JK's hurt that's fine slide in D slide in D slide in Harry let Harry play more minutes right and just go Harry bigger was the best player in Weber State Harry's been the best player for a few games Multiple for games. SCU yeah he can turn it on this is a dude that's which I don't know why that's say, why we're saying that like it's a surprising thing like I mean Harry was thousand point scorer. <laughs> you got four one thousand point scorers on this team, and that's not including Tev. Yeah, and that's not including our most our talented player. <laughs> yeah. So, <laughs> yeah, we'll be all right. That'll do it for the pod today. Um, just real quick, that championship game will be six p.m. Saturday. Um, again, I don't. If SU loses, I'm not positive if me and Christian are going to stay there. We probably will, so we'll still be able to bring you guys some live coverage. Um, if but, you don't, I did pay for trip insurance so we can get that money back off your hotel perfect (laughs) so we're all squared away you should have booked it without the trip insurance just so it's like good karma and then su wins it all the way you know yeah i i booked through saturday (laughs) i don't know what else you want out of me it was an extra 11 bucks to get a refund yeah i'm saying we're there we're there through saturday um anyway thank you guys for listening and again we'll be back posting on twitter doing updates um, of when we're going to go live. I think we're going to go try and go live on Twitter after each game. Um, just do like, you know, five to ten minutes, just a recap of whatever the game was, women's and men's. Um, we'll be writing some stories as well. So we'll have you guys covered. We're going to have everything. Um, yeah, that'll do it. Thank you guys for listening.
Travel safe up there, Parker. Don't have too much fun. Of course.